you want to launch a business in the horse industry but have no clue where to start? Are you an equine entrepreneur that wants to grow your business online? Well, you are in the right place. My name is Abriana Johnson, and I am an equine business coach at Black Unicorn Creative and your host here at the Digital Hoofprint Podcast, a podcast for new and aspiring horse business owners who want to grow their business online and build a community around their brand without the stress and the overwhelm. Grab a pen, a piece of paper, and maybe even a cup of coffee, and let's get into today's episode. Good morning, everybody. I hope you guys are having a great morning. I just wanted to hop on here for just a little bit and talk about some of the things you need to do before you get your first client. It's kind of hard to tell people how to get their businesses online without first starting from the very beginning and saying, hey, look, like this is what you need to do. I know that when I started doing graphic design and logo design for different horse people and different small businesses, you know, I would see them six months later and they just didn't have, like their business wasn't thriving or they just stopped pursuing it. And I kind of started taking that personally. So that resulted in a pivot in my business and in my my goals and my messaging. So if you are new here, my name is Abriana. I'm the founder, lead designer, head unicorn in charge, whatever you want to call it, over at Black Unicorn Creative. And we teach equine entrepreneurs how to establish their businesses online, start it, grow it, market it, and build a community around their brand. So when I first started, I was just doing logos and I still do logos, but I came into this realization that there were people out here starting businesses and the first thing they thought they needed was a logo. And I'm like, yes, you know, that's what I do. That's my business. But I would ask them like, so, you know, what is it? What services are you going to provide? Um, I'm just going to do riding lessons. Okay. You're going to do riding lessons for who? Uh, anybody. Okay. And that was where kind of red flags started to to pop up. And then you would see people six months from that time and they just would not have a business anymore. So I said, okay, let's bring it back. Let's start from the beginning. Let's take it back. What do you need to do when you decide that you want to start a business? What's the next step? So that's what we're talking about today. So the first thing you need to do, obviously, is to have an idea. Have an idea that either solves a problem for people in the industry or fills a gap that you see in some of the services or the products that are currently offered. Now, when you 
fill a gap. That means that you have seen someone doing something or providing a service and you don't want to copy them, but you found holes in their methodology or in their execution or where they could just provide more and you are going to be that person that provides more. If you solve a problem in the industry, then you have a very specific person who has that problem. That's called your target audience. You have that, that person that you are catering your business to and your marketing to. Now, once you have this idea, you need to come up with a good name. Naming is like one of the hardest parts. <laughs> but some ideas for coming up with a good name for your business are, you know, including like geographic indicators like um i'm from chapel hill so for example chapel hill staples or chapel hill equine dentistry something like that granted that's boring and nobody really wants boring but when if someone goes to google equine dentist near me chapel hill equine dentistry would come up you can use like a made up word like Google. <laughs> Google wasn't a word before they started their business, but now it's in the freaking dictionary. Not saying that you're going to be the next Google or to put that much stress on you, but it's a possibility. You can come up with a word that is, rolls off the tongue or is that's easily usable if you like. Next, you can choose something that's like indicative of the services that you are going to provide. For example, if you are a farrier, you could use like hoofbeats farriery or something like that. Um, if you do like equine massage, you can use like a, a play on words like all you need and use the word K-N-E-A-D, like need a muscle, you know, you can do anything. So those are just some ideas on how to get your business name. Next, you have an idea and you've chosen a business name. Oh, and, and if you need help, like choosing a name, you can reach out to people around you, ask people who might be your clients and say, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? How would you feel if you had to call this business to get help with your horses? So it's always good to ask people that could potentially be purchasing from you. Next, you got your idea, you got your business name. You need to make sure someone else doesn't have it. This is crucial. This is crucial. If you miss this part, you may end up having to change your business name in the future. And that's gonna suck. You got your, your, your stuff printed out. You got your website done. You got people knowing who you are. And then you receive a letter in the mail saying, hey, that's my business name. You can't use it. Nobody wants those problems. Nobody at all. So some of the ways that you can figure out if someone has this business name or not is to one, Google it. That's the easiest. 
Second, you can go to your state's Secretary of State website and see if you can find the business name there. Third, and the most advanced and the most recommended is going to the USPTO.gov website. That is the US Patent and Trademark Office website. You can do a quick search. That's more of a federal level of a business name. Um, if you want to go more advanced than that, you can hire a trademark attorney to do the search for you to make sure, make a thousand percent sure that you're not going to come up with any problems in the future. Now, it doesn't mean they have to file a trademark for you right then, but that's something to keep in the back of your mind to make sure you at least inquire about if you've got something that's going to be a really big business in the future. Next, so, so you got your idea, you got your name for your business, you search to make sure that no one else has used it. Next, you need to secure your social media handles. Now, I don't know a business in 2021 that is absolutely not on social media. There are whole businesses that they solely operate off social media. So you need to go on Facebook. That's the, one of the biggest ones. Instagram, potentially Twitter, if you feel like your audience will be there and see if your business name is being used. Now, this will help you, even if you didn't find anyone during your search, this will kind of give you some insight as well as to if someone is using that business name somewhere in the country. They may not have it registered, they may not have it trademarked, but you will at least get some insight on whether or not you're gonna run into some problems in the future. If you are able to secure your social media handles with all lowercase and no punctuation, that is ideal. That is ideal. You don't want to put anything in your social media handles that will potentially confuse people. Say they forget to add the, the dot in between two words. You know, you don't want that to hinder people from being able to find you. So if you can get, get you know, all lowercase, all together, no punctuation, that's most preferred. But say someone has your business name as a, as a profile and you come across it and they haven't used it since 2017 or it's someone, you know, some child that is just like, like my name, <laughs> my personal name is taken apparently is someone else's name. So I had to come up with a different rendition of who I am um, to make my own social media handles. So it's not to say that there is another business operating under my name, but it's taken because it's someone else's name. So in that case, then you can start introducing some punctuation or some abbreviations or um, 
different alterations of your idea, your business name. Next, you need to buy a domain. Every time anyone comes to me with an idea, just simply an idea, not even maybe like a business, but just an idea, I tell them to buy a domain. What is a domain? A domain is the URL address that you use when you type in a website. So for example, my domain is blackunicorncreative.com. But I also own abrianajohnson.com. And that is going to direct you to my business page because I have them connected. But just in case someone searches for me or they're like, oh, I heard of this girl. Let me just see if she's got her name.com. I do. I do. I have some other domains, but every time I have an idea, I buy a domain. So when you have your business idea and you've secured your social media handles, make sure the domain is available. You can do that by just searching whatever it is your, your idea is. Let's say hoofbeatsfarriery.com. And if someone is using it, that's another indicator that you may have a problem in the future. If it's available, then you can purchase it. Now, I have my domains hosted through Bluehost, but you can use any domain purchasing site like Google Domains, uh, SiteGround. I don't personally recommend GoDaddy. I feel like they're expensive and they don't have the best customer service, but you can purchase them literally anywhere. Um, just make sure you look at reviews and look at pricing. The, the prices for domains can range. Sometimes they're on sale, but it really should be no more than $20 for a domain that is just completely free, free to use. Now, some people do this shady thing called domain stalking and they purchase domains for common phrases and things that someone might want and then they sell it for a stupid amount of money. That's how some people make their money. But I like to think I don't like ugly. <laughs> so I would not recommend just doing that for yourself. Um, if you purchase your domain through a domain host, um, you know, then you would get into needing a website and all that stuff. But we'll talk about that at a later date. After you buy a domain, you need to have a plan. You need to have a business plan to build on this idea that you have, you need to have contact whoever you need to contact to make sure this business is a success. And you can go get started. You can start doing the fun things. You can start doing the, the planning and the goal setting and the marketing and the getting clients and all this stuff. Then you can start doing that. So those are the top six things that you need to do when or before you even get your first client, when you are wanting to start an equine business or any business in general, honestly. I'll do quick recap. Sweep the aisle. First, you need to have an idea. 
Second, you need to come up with a good name. Then you need to search for previous or current usages of that name. Then you secure your social media handles. Buy a domain so that you can build a website in the future. And then get started on your business plan. Let me know if you have any questions about that. And I will see you guys.